0: Hare Krishna. So we're continuing in our investigation. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 24. Uddhava, here's from Krishna, the philosophy of Samkhya, earlier spoken in the Bhagavatam from Kapila to Devahuti. Now I'll recapitulation here uh, in Canto 11, we're up to text number 18. Um, uh, kind of 17 and 18 and go together because they're both about causality, especially causality with involving the what's called the ingredient cause or the material cause, and if you may recall. Sattvayavada is the technical term for the idea that uh, that the the effects uh, are real because they are uh, pre-existent in the cause. That ghee is in milk, oil is in sesame seed, statue is in the marble. That uh, that everything comes from Krishna, and in some ways is a transformation, not directly of Krishna, but of Krishna's energies. Shakti Parinama Vada in the Chaitanya Charge, Arida Seven. Uh, Lord Chaitanya talking to Prakasam Saraswati, uh, the famous Mayanabad His books are still on library shelves, Uh, uh, saying, uh, uh, arguing that uh, that uh, Shankara rejects basically the idea that Brahman is the cause of the world, because if Mm -hmm. Brahman Caused the world, it would be a change in Brahman, but Brahman is unchangeable. So therefore, it didn't cause the world. Even though uh, Vedanta, the Advaita Vedanta, the Vedanta Sutra starts Brahman is that from which everything comes. Shankaracharya, in effect, denies that, and that actually the world is a illusory superimposition upon Brahman. And Mahaprabhu rejects this, says, no, it is not. And the doctrine that they reject is called Parinamavada, that the world is a transformation of Brahman. uh, uh, Mahaprabhu says it's Shakti Parinamavada, transformation of the energy of Brahman. So the idea that the Absolute Truth has energies is the uh, kind of essential. Takeaway and all this stuff. Um, so anyway, so this this is called Satkarya uh, Vada, that uh, how the world is real because that from which they come from is also real. Uh, so seventeen, which has a very long and complicated translation, uh, uh, is basically saying. Uh, uh, in the simple sense, the cause of the effect, which remains after destruction of the effect, also exists in the middle period. A transformed object is real, just as gold earrings or earthen pots are real effects of gold and earth. So, the ingredient cause is there before, in the middle, and at the end. They're already there. So this is, continues now. Now we're back up to where we are, text eighteen, where this discussion continues. So now we'll read the text. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. And this is just really a further explication of the last text. It goes. Yat Bhavo Adir Anto Yadayasya The translation is a material object itself composed of an essential ingredient creates another material object through transformation. Thus, one created object becomes the cause and basis of another created object. A particular thing may thus be called real, in that it possesses the basic nature of another object that constitutes its origin and final state.
1: So this is another way
0: of uh, stating the same truth. Uh, So it says, yet upadaya. Which is translated here as "accepting as the ingredient cause." The world, the 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 word for a material cause, Uh, Uh, the the vocabulary of causality. Uh, At least uh, we can use. These are Aristotle's categories, four causes, and they work here. He said that he talked about four causes, material, efficient, formal, and final. Uh, Material cause, that which something is made out of, efficient cause, that's what brought it into being. Formal cause, the idea or plan for the object, and the final cause, the purpose for which it's made. Uh, the usual example is you take up a, a pot, a clay pot. So the material cause is the clay, just a lump of clay. The efficient cause, usually in the textbook's example, when they, at least when they talk about this, is they, the potter. He did it. But it's that's not just... It, 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 it's, it's also... The skills of the potter, the, the, his abilities, uh, his knowledge of pot making, uh, all that's the efficient cause. Uh, the formal cause is the idea of the pot. You know, this is, we're going to make something that's round that holds water. And that's the final cause, to hold water, what the purpose of it is. These are the four causes. So that's what we're saying. Uh, uh, the this uh, world here word here when it says upadaya, accepting as the ingredient cause, this is a reference. The word that shows up in the next verse, upadana, and upadaya, which means having received or acquired something, and, and upadana is the ingredient cause. It's the material cause, even in the dictionary uh, of of something, or they call it here the ingredient uh, cause. So this is the upad and the ingredient cause. Um, so, So accepting as its causal nature, upadaya, the previous condition, that's this word purva, transformed into another condition, Aparam. Purva and Aparam means basically before and after. In bhava, the thing, uh, before, uh, produces a second thing. Uh, And and word for word, the previous cause, and they give the example, such as the mahatattva. So you have the mahatattva there, which is basically that, 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 you know, primordial, undifferentiated material energy, uh, although the Maha is a little different from Pradhana. As far as I can understand, there's Pradhana, which is the really, you know, they call it in German, Ustoff, the original <laughs> uh, uh, stuff. And then after it's energized by, uh, by time, and, but before it's changed, it's just, it's just energized Mahatva. Pradana is then mahatattva, Energized padana. That's my understanding. So that then then so the second thing is this this, this Then the next thing that comes out of it is ahankara. Uh, then when it, when it starts to transform, you first get this thing ahankara. And that, then that ahankar differentiates into goodness, passion, and ignorance. Three modes, and basically, mode means a way of being. Uh, uh, but anyway, then, then, so, so then, and then it says it says here, uh, you got you got this pre, this purva transforms into apuram and since the cause Exists. Adi anta uh, 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 that thing uh, is called satyam. Before and after, that it's there. When it's dissolved, it again goes back into Mahatma. So that's basically uh, the idea. Uh, oh, somehow I lost my place. Just a second. I'm, I'm going to read you what. Vishnu Chakrabarti Takur says about it in his uh, report. Just a second. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is an interesting purport. Though both cause and effect are real, Satya, this word, refers to the cause, when it's used here in this case, in this uh, satyam, uh, here, in statements like mithikiti eva satyam, earth is the cause. So the word he's explaining here, a technical point, which I've always worried about until now, that the word for cause is satyam, the sat, sat. Uh, So he says, then using a substance, the previous condition creates a second condition. That previous condition is real. Earth as indirect cause creates a pot. The earth is real, what remains the beginning and the end is called real or satya. The earth as cause relates with the pot. The pot relates to the earth is also real. Prakriti, the final cause,
1: uh, uh, is thus
0: real. Because the effect arises from the real cause, both cause and effect are real, that is called satya. Thus the, Lord is, the, has called, thus the Lord has called the cause real, as in this verse. This is the position of Satkaryavada. Now, he uses that technical term. To show this philosophy, it is thus stated that the cause is called real rather than the cause is real. In other words, satkaryavada. The word vada here means the doctrine of the cause. It's the, the cause is called real rather than the cause is real. Uh, because, he's just explaining why it's used this way, Be, because, because the, the cause is given the name real. Therefore, you see all everywhere in the Bhagavatam uh, that you find this uh, uh, locution of co- where cause and effect is translated sattasat. so And asat is effect. And it looks like you're saying the cause is real and the effect is sat and the cause is asat. But the a ah simply means that uh, it's not satt. It's not the cause. It's the effect. It's also <laughs> it's not. because when when I when I, I look in the dictionary, the Mona Williams dictionary it doesn't describe it. They don't have that meaning there for satta It's just as real and unreal. Satta satt See, see in, in in the in in the all throughout the Bhagavatam. Uh, you find uh, the Lord described as Sarasat Atmikam, which is translated the form of the cause and effect. Sat Asat it, sh- it seems like, uh, and then uh, another place, uh, again in the third canto, Kadana is Sarasat Atmakam and then in another place is Prakriti is Sadasat Atmakam. So he's explaining this. Slocution. Because Motor Williams, uh, the dictionary that we all use, gives for Sadasat Atmakam having the nature of both existing and non existing. They don't understand it. So now I'm clear because Vishnu Jagavarti has explained that in this case, the word Asat refers to affect and distinguish the but it doesn't mean it's non existent. So that's a relief. So anyway, that's that's what he's explaining in his purport there. Why why this locution is is used? Why the cause is called sut. And it, but it's there all the way through. So the effects of that are not unreal, but they're just differentiated from the their the cause. And if you uh, if you look at the VBT uh, purport. Uh, it just explains again, uh, uh, in a little longer way, the, the, this verse, which is, now we've had it two times, so I won't go through it again. Uh, uh, I'll just read the end. Uh, the earth exists before the clay and afterwards, so the clay must be considered real because it possesses the essential characteristics of earth, which exists before and after the existence of the clay. Similarly, Earth and other elements are created from the Mahatattva, which also exists before and after, and they're considered real because and then the ultimate, the Mahatattva is ultimately the creation of the Supreme personality, of Godhead, the cause of all causes who existed exists after all is annihilated. The absolute truth is the Supreme Lord himself, who step by step gives meaning and character to all that exists. So this, we, it's very clear for us that that, that that Krishna is what you would call the material cause of the world. And this is really and very important because bhakti is, as Prabhupada describes it, is the re-spiritualization of matter. And if it's not originally spirit, it couldn't be re-spiritualized. Uh, whereas, the, like in the Mayavad philosophy, um, it's uh, it's not there to be re-spiritualized When everything is spiritual, there is no nothing there. The illusion is gone. Uh, in the in the in the Abrahamic faiths, if you follow the creation account in Genesis, uh, God, when he uh, creates. There's already a kind of formless matter there, and he does things with it, but where that matter comes from, uh, they can't say. And the the, uh, Christian theology has tended to deny that God is the material cause of the world. Therefore, they have this uh, creation out of nothing, creato ex nihilo, out of nothing. Uh, which is very hard to explain how he makes something out of nothing. And usually when they try to explain it, it actually comes out of the word, which, okay, when he says, let there be, that does it. So that's actually our philosophy. But but, but, but uh, uh, that God is the material cause of the world, they think would lead to pantheism, that nature is divine, which it is, but it doesn't mean it's God anyway. So, just to let you know, there's a lot, it seems like a technical discussion, but there's some stuff hanging on it that's important. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so text 19, which kind of concludes this discussion of, well, text 20 does, but anyway, um, causality. Uh, So, here in 19th, Prakriter Yashyopadanam Adhara Purusha Paraha Sato Kalo Brahmatap Pitayam Aham The translation is The material universe may be considered real, having nature as its original ingredient and final state. Lord Mahavishnu Vishnu is the resting place of nature, which becomes manifest by the power of time. Thus nature, the almighty Vishnu, and time are not different from me, the supreme absolute truth. So now he makes it very explicit, huh? So Prakriti, uh, uh, Yesya, yeah, of which uh, that manifestation of the universe arises that of which Prakriti Yasya, Upadhanam uh,
1: the ingredient
0: cause uh, so uh, Prakriti is the ingredient cause or the material cause uh, and then Adhara Purusha Paraha uh, uh, and, and Purusha, the, the personality of Godhead, uh, uh, which is, is Mahavishnu here, is the Adhara, the foundation, the resting place of nature. they Banu Swami uses the foundational cause. Now, that's not one of four causes uh, of Aristotle, but that's the prior thing and then and then and that purusha para satyaha uh, uh, is uh, real Uh, and uh, 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 (laughs) then this is manifest and then how does it come about Abhivyangjaka uh, Kalaha. time. Uh, manifest by the power of time. This word here in the, the here is Abhiva Abhivyanjaka. Uh, um, is revealing or manifesting. Uh, And Vishnath Chakravarti Thakur, uh, in his commentary to the next verse, I think it's uh, the next verse, uh, uh, says it's nimitta, which means efficient cause. Uh, uh, Nimitta is the efficient cause opposed to... uh, the material cause so the efficient cause it's the mixing the agitating or mixing uh, uh, element that's the glance of time Uh, uh, that happens here so prakriti the material cause the purusha that is the foundational cause time now, Swami uses the word indirect cause, but uh, it's really the efficient cause, the agitator, property, And then, uh, 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 and then, uh, uh, the sataha, which is Brahma, that Tu Aham, Of this, I am all three of this group. This is a trinity. Uh, so three things are mentioned here. Uh, prakriti, uh, Purusha, time, I am all three. The, the, so the, he's the, the, that Prakriti, that energy uh, is there. He's the Purusha and he's time. Remember time I am, right? So that's the, which causes it to, to, to mix and this, this thing of the purusha, the adhara, uh, uh, the support, the prop, the stray, the power of sustaining, uh, uh, these other kinds of things, adhara. Uh, uh, adhara Shakti is a name for, ultimately, Balaram, uh, or Anandasheysha, uh, he who has this power of creating uh the, the not just not just the, the support but the whole uh receptacle uh, for for time and space etc uh because in philosophy and grammar adhara means location or the sense of the lock just having a place <laughs> being somewhere is a, a locative uh, case um here, here's the, the, the uh, purport here um, uh, to 19. Material nature is the energy of the Lord. Mahavishnu is his plenary portion, and time represents the Lord's activity. In this way, time and nature are always subservient to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who creates, maintains, and annihilates all that exists through the agency of His potencies and plenary portions. In other words, Lord Krishna is the absolute truth because He contains all existence within Himself. You you take the word absolute and relative, like this this contrast. So absolute, the, the definition of absolute means one, Without a second, that by which there is no second thing, it's not related to anything else. When you have relative, that means there's two things, at least two things that are related to each other. So he's he's so so the way that we we deal with the fact that ekam Eva Advitiya Brahman. It says in the Upanishad There is only one thing, and that one thing is Brahman. Is that, yeah, it's true. Uh, and, and so the absolute truth, the full description is Krishna and Krishna's energies. And since Krishna includes his energies, that's one. And yet there is uh, variation, so there's, there's, there's division within Krishna. This is, uh, this is our, our uh, understanding. I want to uh, read to you uh, a text from Bhagavatam seven nine thirty three. This is Prahlad Maharaj uh, speaking, and there's a very uh, nice purport here. Uh, seven nine thirty three. No, it goes. Ashay, Vateva Puridam, Nidjakala. Ashay, Vateva Puridam, Nidjakala, Shakshay. I got the down. Sancho, Rito Prakuti, Narmana, Atbabudam, Bashyananta, Shayanan, Virabat, Samadir, Nadir, Abhutswa, Kanika, Javan, Mahabjam, Abhiska. Prahlad says, talking to Nisringadev, this cosmic manifestation, the material world, is also your body. He calls it a vāpu. This is your body. This cosmic manifestation, the material world, is also your body. This total lump of matter is agitated by your potent energy known as kala shakti, the time energy. And thus, the three modes of material nature are manifest. You awaken from the bed of Shesha, ananta, and from your navel a small transcendental seed is generated, and it is from the seed that the lotus flower of the gigantic universe is manifested, exactly as a banyan tree grows from a small seed. So the purport, I'll just read it. This is by Srila Prabhupada. The three different forms of Maha Vishnu, namely Karanodakshayi Vishnu, Garbodakshayi Vishnu, and Shirodakshayi Vishnu, who are the origin of creation and maintenance, are gradually being described. From Maha Vishnu, Vishnu is generated, and from Garbodakshayi Vishnu, Shirodakshayi Vishnu gradually expands. Thus, Maha-Vishnu is the original cause of Gauravadakshai Vishnu, and from Gauravadakshai Vishnu comes the lotus flower from which Lord Brahma is manifested. Thus, the original cause of everything is Vishnu, and consequently, the cosmic manifestation is not different from Vishnu. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna says, I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. Elsewhere, Prabhupada calls the, the, these three Vishnus the three forms of super-soul. Uh, the the super-soul of all the universes, the Karana uh, uh, Udakshayi Vishnu, Karana dakshayi Vishnu, Gabadakshayi Vishnu, the super-soul of this universe, and Shirodakshayi Vishnu, the Supersoul of the individual living entities of the universe. These are three forms of super soul, and proper rights. One should be prepared to meet these three forms of super soul. Uh-huh. So, anyway, Prabhudakshayi Vishnu is an expansion of Karanadakshayi Vishnu, who is an expansion of Shankarsham. In this way, Krishna is ultimately the cause of all causes. The conclusion is that both, Sarvakarana Karanam, the conclusion is that both the material world and the spiritual world are considered to be the body of the Supreme Lord. We can understand that the material body is caused by the, excuse me, we can understand that the material body is caused by the spiritual body and is therefore an expansion of the spiritual body. Similarly, in this material world, when Krishna consciousness movement, when the Krishna consciousness movement expands, the entire material world becomes spiritualized. As long as we do not realize this, we live in the material world. When we are fully Krishna conscious, we live not in the material world, but in the spiritual world. That's kind of amazing he goes from this, like, metaphysics, you know, and cosmology on the highest level to explain how the material world becomes spiritual. How is it possible to spiritualize matter? Uh, it's a question of consciousness because both are the body of God. Uh, uh, and if you... When you don't realize that everything... How do we recognize the spiritual nature of everything when it's not covered by sense gratification? That is when we engage everything, including our own mind, our own body, and everything that we come into contact with In Krishna's service, and seeing as belonging to Krishna, then the veil of Maya is removed, and we see this as another kind of spirit. Uh, So there's a, a very interesting purport here about Uh, And it mentions this Nidjakala Shakti, your your own potency of uh, time uh, is here. And that's why it's important, Uh, the the so-called kind of metaphysical uh, statements that uh, are there. And remember so 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 that this this time as also mentioned is not different from myself, and that therefore he also claims it as time I am the destroyer of the world. I'm come to engage all people, but it's also the creative potency because the things don't differentiate and involve and and um, and we'll see that. Uh, From 20, uh, how that evolution takes place. So now we go on to text 20. Sarga pravartite pavat orva pariena nitjashaha pahanguna visargarta stianto stianto yavat ikshanam. As long as the Supreme Personality of Godhead continues to glance upon nature, the material world continues to exist, perpetually manifesting through procreation the great and variegated flow of the universal creation. Now that's very interesting. The glance of the Lord has to always be there. Uh, um, because uh, Sarga, Sarga is the creation, uh, sometimes technically Sarga and Visarga. Sarga is the creation of Vishnu, uh, Mahavishnu, Shirdakshaya Vishnu, Vishnu uh, Mahavishnu, Gabradakshaya Vishnu, uh, Vishnu, and Shirdakshaya Vishnu. And Visarga is the activities of Brahma, a secondary creation. There's two creations, Sarga by Vishnu and Visarga by Brahma as his agent. So as long this Saga Pravartate continues to exist, Pāvat, uh, uh, to the extent that, and then, then how it exists by means of a Aparva, progenitors and offspring. It says here parents and children, but... Uh, Think of it in terms of plants and animals, also. That's just humans. it goes on, right? Nitya Shaha, perpetually. Nitya can also mean not just eternal, but regular, in a regular way, perpetually. Mahan, uh, bountiful guna visarga, the
1: uh, 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 variegated
0: manifestation. Of the material modes, Guna here. Uh, and here, Sarga and disarga is mentioned, this further manifestation to the Gunas. Uh, uh, for that purpose, siddhi Anta. And through the end of the Stiti, Stiti is maintenance. Uh, and that happens so long as Ikshanam, there is the Ikshanam is look. You know, the glance of uh, the Lord. So, first, uh, let me read Vishnu Chakrabarti purport to this text. Uh, he says, How long does the creation last? It lasts for the period of maintenance. That's this last part of the book. In multifarious creation with unbroken continuity of generations, as porva Aparayana. porva-aparyena. For the enjoyment of the jiva, artha, huh? the creation of various bodies, guna Visarga lasts until the end of maintenance or protection by the Lord. Huh? When is that ended? It lasts as long as the Lord glances, as long as he desires to protect it. He says... So this makes it uh, this a little more clear that it's really about this continuous generation of beings and then they stop. Mm. Uh, and so here the BBT uh, purport, although the Mahatattva impelled by the force of time is the ingredient cause of the world, the mahatatva, it clearly explains that here that, this, that the Supreme Lord is personally the only ultimate cause of all that exists. Time and nature are powerless to act without the glance of the personality of God. This is going, it's this continuous looking over the world, as portion, his protection. Uh, he creates the unlimited material variety of sense gratification of the conditioned souls, we try to enjoy life as the children of particular parents, as the parents of particular children to the eight million, four hundred thousand species of life. So this is, this, this, uh, uh, glances there. I want to read a little bit from the, um, how this, in the, uh, third canto, fifth chapter, the doers talking of Maitreya, where there's a, a, a discussion of, Creation and evolution of things, and it's talking now about the very beginning uh, when the the sound comes, and then from the, from the sound, from the from sound, which, I, 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 the, which is which is the tanmatra, uh, then the uh, bhuta, the gross elements, uh, is space. Uh, and then it says, I'm reading at uh, 3533, thereafter the personality of God had glanced over the sky, which is another word for, for space, partly mixed, and here the glance I think is being described as partly mixed uh, with eternal time and external energy. So Kala and Maya these two things, amsha-yogena, partly mixed with, and thus developed the touch sensation, that is to say, the, from which the air and the sky was produced. So here the, the object of the sense of touch and then air, right? With a glance, uh, some subtle to gross So there's a uh, there's a mixture of this touch sensation. It says in the purport, um, the touch sensation is the mixture of eternal time and external energy and the glance of the personality of Godhead. But the time energy is conveyed in that glance. And then it goes on how the, 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 the further transformation into light, uh, jyoti. Rapa translates here as electricity. And it says, when electricity was surcharged in the air and was glanced over by the Supreme, at that time by a mixture of eternal time and external energy there occurred the creation of water and taste. Thereafter, the water produced from electricity was glanced over by the Supreme. So every time, there's the glance, there's the look, uh, 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 that, that impels this. And so Prabhupada writes in the purport to 3536 from the descriptions of the physical elements of the above verses, it is clear that in all stages, the glance of the Supreme is needed with other additions and alterations. In every transformation, the last finishing touches the glance of the Lord who acts as a painter does when he mixes different colors to transform them into a particular color. Because this time is described as the mixing element, the transforming element. And then more qualities uh, uh, come out uh, uh, like this. Uh, And so, so this is the activating uh, agent is this uh, glance of the Lord and uh, in the Brahma Samhita, uh, that, 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 that glance also impregnates the jivas into material nature. Uh, and that glance, because there's an act of, 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 of uh, the male and female coming together, see, the Lord himself, only is intimately associated with his internal potency. So when he glances at material nature, is described in the Brahma Samhita as from a distance. And that glance then takes the form of Lord Shiva. And in the form of Shiva, then, he becomes the the, the lord of the, the conditioned souls who are uh, impregnated into the material world and the consort of, uh, of material nature, the reflection of the spiritual nature who is then durga or mahamaya and that's the that's the description uh, so that glance of the lord the time energy causes the evolution of things and then also impregnates material nature uh, from a distance so that's the that's the summary of creation uh, uh um, Vishnath Chakrabarti uh, Thakur says here, um, Although the Mahatattva impelled by the force of time... No, this is not uh, Vishnath BBT, I wanted to read Vishnath chakrabarti Did I do that already? Uh, no, yeah. I read that part. the uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I've, I've read both of those already. I'm sorry.
1: So then, uh, yeah.
0: Then really, uh, after this, from twenty-one, we'll stop here. But from twenty-one to twenty-eight is really a description, um, kind of a soft description. Uh, of annihilation. This is, she goes from the beginning to the end. Uh, uh, so that, that's what will happen. We'll stop there. Uh, I kind of lost my place there in the middle a little bit and forgot I'd read these other things. But but uh, to me, this is a, a really good thing to bear in mind how, how, how the, the relationship we always have to understand the relationship between the Brahman and the world,
1: and remember,
0: basically, from there's two two, there two kinds of philosophies that separate them completely. One is mayavat, which makes Brahman real and the world non-existent. So there's no relationship. And the other is just atheism. The world is real and there is no Brahman. You can't get there from one to the other. Uh, So here is the whole truth. (laughs) They're both there and there there is a, a, a relationship. And this relationship shows how it is possible to use the material energy and transform matter into spirit so that you can perceive the complete whole. And this is why I think that Vaishnava understanding of the Vedanta Sutra is the most complete understanding. (laughs) Anyway, okay, we'll stop there. And then we're going to have a break for a while, for two weeks. And then uh, we'll come back with tw- next 21 Any questions or comments? Nope. <laughs> OK, we're waiting. Let me get the date in two weeks. So that would be next year, January 4th. OK,
1: hey, Ramananda has a question. He says, um, he says, sorry, but I have a long and complicated question. Here it goes. <laughs> I am totally confused okay. <laughs> by the explanation of sat and asat. Okay. Right. In so some, In some places, we see the following. In Bhagavad Gita 1313, 13, sat means cause, asat means effect. Um... In Bhagavatam 3.25.12, sat means that which eternally exists, and asat means that which is not eternal. Mm -hmm. In 2.6.33, sat, cause, asat, effect. Two words used in 3.26.9, two words used in this verse are sat and asat. The cosmic manifestation is asat does not exist, but the material energy of the Supreme Lord is sat, or ever existing. Where is that one? 326.9. However, in other places we find...
0: 326.9. Oh, that's
1: the bottle of the Yeah. However, in other places we find 315.6, sat is effect, as sat is cause. Chitani sat, the effect, as sat, the cause. And there's another example there. Can you please explain once again? Okay.
0: Um, there's two different ways the word, words are used. Um, uh, that that at least in our tradition, the word sat and asat have been used in one context, to mean cause and effect, uh, and uh, and it seems that, the, that because the cause is real, what happened? I just lost. You, you there? Okay. The the, the the cause is real, and asat is simply uh, becomes a synonym in this context for effect, and it doesn't mean unreal. Uh, and I think that's what Vishnath Chakravarti Thakur is trying to explain in that purport that I read. I'm not so sure that the, uh, the translation is is clear about it as probably that uh, it could be. Because um, I was trying to figure out this translation because he's very clear that the, the cause uh, 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 uh. So, what he's saying here though both cause and effect are real, satya refers to cause in statements like earth is the cause, where earth is a, and he quotes a statement from somewhere, niteka itti eva satya. The word uh, mitika meaning earth, is. The cause, it doesn't mean Earth is real, but here it refers to it as cause. Uh, uh, and then... Uh, so he he goes on to explain how the pot related to Earth is also real, and Prakriti uh, is also real. Uh, both, he says, because the effect arises from the real cause, both cause and effect are real. That is called satya. Thus, the Lord is called cause real. This is the position of satkaryavada. To show this philosophy, it is thus stated that the to to to, to express I would say to express this philosophy, it is thus stated that the cause is called see the word vada. Which means doctrine, also means just something is called something. It's called satkarya. It's it, 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 it is so it is called satkarya vada, the, the philosophy that the 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 cause is real uh, is called real rather than the cause is real. Uh, they use the word uh, called. Uh, this to, to talk about the philosophy that the cause is real. In other explanations in this chapter, the Mayavada interpretation of reality is shown to be meaningless uh, since everyone understands the qualities of cause and effect that that the effect is real. So uh, I, 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 I have a little trouble with this translation, but I believe that's what he's he, just explaining, why uh, why the word sattva, becomes a word for cause uh, and therefore when you see sat asat uh, the effect is given the name asat but it doesn't mean that it's not real I think that's what what he's getting at because as you point out all, all throughout the, the Bhagavatam and Prabhupada translates many many places sat asat as cause and effect but in other contexts it means real and unreal. A- and this seems to be, at least in our tradition, a usage of sadasat. The Mona Williams dictionary doesn't pick this up. And it's not that the dictionary is right. They just don't know that that does not mean uh, being made of both real and unreal what's made of both real and unreal uh, now y- you could call you could call spirit sat and asat matter as asat being temporary asat is taken as temporary There's a, it could be used that way for the permanent and the temporary because another meaning of sat is eternal and therefore asat would be temporary. But the cause and effect is not used in that way exactly here in context because uh, uh, there's a whole chain of causality that takes place, and the, the cause is always sat with respect to the uh, the effect which is called asat. So that, that's, it's just a terminological issue as far as I'm concerned, as far as I can understand uh, and we would have to go to somebody who knows more about this than me to get any clearer than that, which I could try to do. I don't know who, who I can ask, but but that's a possibility to do a little more research into this vocabulary, and especially this commentary of Vishnachakravarti. Because in this, this, this translation of his commentary, Prakriti is called the final cause. Uh, and I, I don't understand why that word is used here at all. Well, I, I understand maybe... Uh, uh, there's a problem with these tech- very technical things. You've got to have the right technical words. and And, 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 uh, so, uh, uh, and when you get into a technical vocabulary in Sanskrit... Words sometimes
1: get very unfamiliar
0: meanings, as they do in English. Sometimes also, when you need a technical vocabulary and you need something that's more uh, precise than ordinary usage, or when you're in a
1: yeah,
0: in a different context than ordinary uh, life. Anyway, that's what I can say about that. I hope that's at least clear to some extent. Anyway, in in spite of the vocabulary sutta-sutta for cause and effect, it does not mean that the effect is not real. It's not the implication. Rather, it's a technical vocabulary for saying cause and effect. And it's used in that way. If the word sat is used to designate a cause, then the companion term, which is not the cause, but the effect is asat, not effect, a cause rather. That's my my understanding of why, why they use this. So we don't—we were not coming to the Maya position that the that, that the creation is therefore unreal. Anything else? If I can find out anything more about it, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Then we will again come together on the fourth of January. In the year of our Lord, 2015, and take up the topic of annihilation. <laughs> Thank you very much. Shri La Pabhupariki, Jai, Shumad Bhagavatam, Jai.